coming up. I, I, I think that should be speaking to somebody today. Yeah, amen. Because I, I, I believe some of us are looking for God's power to be released. And if God could do it in a different way, and he's ever done it in your life before. It'll draw you closer to him. It'll help you understand his power that I'm not limited by certain methods of doing things in your life. Hello, and thank you for joining us on One by One, the podcast ministry of Pastor Robert of Quench Life Christian Fellowship. It's normal for us to wonder how long when we have to endure certain situations. And while God is okay with our questions, we have to remember that he knows everything we are and will go through, and he already has the solution. Join Pastor Robert and his wife, Carolyn, for the series, When We Are Wondering How Long, where they give us important principles to consider when we have questions for God. Here's the second message in the series, be specific, part one. Amen. 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 We uh, started a new two-part series last week, and we'll, we'll be dealing with the second part today. Mm-hmm. And um, as I stated uh, last week, um, I wanted to revisit this message. Um, and this was a message that I gave um, almost two years ago. And the reason I want to revisit it is because uh, some of the things that we're experiencing today is similar, very similar to what we were experiencing then mm-hmm. at that time. And, um, and during that time, we had been dealing with COVID-19 only a, only a few months, um, several months, and um, there was social unrest happening in our country as well because of the death of George Floyd and Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery, and others. And today we're still dealing with COVID-19. Yeah. And many locations are starting to resume some of the restrictions. The restrictions are coming back to some extent because cases are starting to rise and hospitalizations are rising. And um, our leaders are getting concerned once again, and rightly so. And so some of the restrictions are coming back. And all of these things are relevant to our topic and us revisiting this series today um, because these persistent things of racial inequity, um, children being killed, mass shootings, and sickness may be causing us to ask how long. Yeah. And so the topic of this series is how, when, when you are wondering how long. Mm-hmm. And so this is fitting for us to have this, to revisit this, um, this, this message. So last week we talked about, as a subtopic, to be careful. To be careful when you're considering how long. And the main thing we were trying to get across is that it's okay to ask God how long, but if you're not careful in how you do it and why you do it, then it could end up in an unfavorable place. We can end up not pleasing God. Right. 
because of our attitude in which we're asking God the question. So the, one of the main things that we were trying to get across is that when you ask God how long, understand he can handle your questions, but we must ask him questions in faith, Amen. with faith and respect and honor and a bunch of other things that we mentioned last week. Because if we don't, then we could end up not pleasing God because the Bible is very clear in Hebrews 11:6 that without faith, you cannot please God. And we gave some examples, um, the children of Israel, many of whom did not please God yeah. um, because they were not operating in faith and they were raising questions without faith. And so, so today, our subtopic is be specific. So when you're wondering how long, we want to be careful, and we also want to be specific. Amen. And so on your outline, write this down. It's the same initial point that we had last week. God can relate to all your circumstances. God can relate to all your circumstances. This is something that we got to, got to get into our spirit so that whatever we encounter in life, we'll know that it's not it's not above God's ability to relate with us about it. Mm -hmm. Look what it says here in Hebrews 4, 14 through 16. Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has ascended into heaven, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess. I'm going to pause here for a moment. Jesus is our great high priest. And as we know, the, the priest went to God for the people. And we have Jesus going to God for us. And it's telling us that we should hold on to our faith. Mm -hmm. The faith we confess, as I said earlier, that if we, well, Hebrews eleven six, 6, without faith it's impossible to please God. So we got to hold on to our faith Amen. so that we can ensure that we are down, going down the road to pleasing God right. with our questions, with our dealing with our situations, we need to do that. Amen. And we have Jesus who has ascended into heaven um, for us um, being as our high priest. So we, can, we should hold on to our faith. Verse 15 says, for we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses. But we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet he did not sin. So Jesus can empathize with us. He knows our, our situation, and he didn't allow the situations that he encountered, which, in, which were um, in concept just like ours, and he did not sin while dealing with it. And so he's our perfect example, and he understands what we're going through. And verse 16 says, Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence mm -hmm. so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Amen. And because we have a high priest who can empathize, a high priest who did not sin, we can be very confident as we approach God through Jesus Christ, through our faith in Jesus Christ. So we need to do that, and I want to remind us of that. This week, just as we talked about it last week, and again, Jesus personally knows our struggles, and he has overcome them. Mm -hmm. 
And um, this should make us confident. Again, hold on to your faith Amen. when you ask how long. Be on your paper. Reasons you need to be specific. So again, the title of this message is be specific. And I want to give you some reasons you need to speak, be, be specific. In other words, what are you asking God how long about? Mm -hmm. Right. Be specific about it. And I'm going to give you some reasons why it's beneficial to be specific about what you're asking God how long about. Mm -hmm. The first is this. So you can consider how God has answered others. So you can consider how God has answered others. And I'm speaking of others as those in the Bible and those in your life, mm -hmm. anyone else, any other believer. Mm -hmm. How has God answered them? And if I'm specific about my questions and my question and asking God how long, now I can make a correlation between how others have um, asked God questions and how God has delivered in their lives. And I can draw strength and encouragement from their experience. Amen. Look what it says here in James 5, 16 through 18. It says, therefore, confess your sins to each other. Pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of the righteous person is powerful and effective. So when we understand when we're talking to God and asking God how long, um, prayer is uh, us communicating with God. So in effect, you are praying. Right. You are praying to God when you're questioning, you're asking God how long. Mm -hmm. So it's telling us here that um, within that, uh, we, need to, we need to confess our sins. And also within that, we need to understand that God is powerful and effective. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, the prayer of the righteous is powerful and effective. In fact, it will what be what releases God's power and make God effective in, in our lives. Amen. And here in verse 17, it gives us an example of how prayer is powerful and effective. It says, Elijah was a human being, even as we are. Mm -hmm. Okay, It's talking about a biblical character, a prophet, but he was human just like you and me. I want, to, want us to let that sit in for a minute because sometimes there's a tendency for us to read about people in the Bible and think that somehow they were unlike us. Yeah. When really, no, they weren't no much different from us. Right. <laughs> they weren't any different from us. Mm -hmm. You know, what, what might be different is that they're just standing on their faith <laughs> a little harder and stronger than we are. Mm -hmm. But in terms of who they are, their life experiencing, they was living here on the planet like we are. They was, you know, having to get up and eat and sleep and, and live in, in faith for God, just like we are. Yeah. And it's telling us here that Elijah, it wasn't anything special about him. He was a human being, just like you and I. Amen. But it goes on to say, he prayed earnestly mm -hmm. that it would not rain. Yeah. And it did not rain on the land for three and a half years. Mm -hmm. Let that sink in to your spirit. A human being by the name of Elijah prayed earnestly 
and he kept it from raining for three and a half years. Hmm. His prayer affected the environment. Yeah. That's what the scripture is telling us here as an example of how powerful and effective our prayers could be. That's, that's, that's powerful. That is powerful. Amen. And then it goes on to tell us in verse 18, again he prayed and the heavens gave rain and the earth produced its crops. Mm -hmm. So he prayed and stopped the rain and then he prayed and, and the rain resumed. His prayer affected the environment. Yep. God heard his prayers. God heard his prayer. And the thing here is that this is why we need to be specific about our prayers. And because it'll help us consider the prayers of others. And then when we start being specific, we can think of Elijah. How he specifically prayed for the rain to stop. Mm -hmm. Now understand his prayer was in the will of God. It wasn't just a whim he had or yeah. uh, so any uh, motive he had that was his own. Mm -hmm. He had a motive that aligned with the will of God. Yeah. And he prayed for the rain to stop. And in that process of the drought, mm -hmm. God made a way and provided for him. Amen. Uh, food and drink. Mm -hmm. And so... His prayer was in the will of God. Amen. Oftentimes we pray, the, uh, you know, for God to bless somebody, you know. Mm -hmm. Even though that's no, nothing wrong with praying to bless someone, but be specific yeah. about that. Because they may need that blessing a certain way. Like they yeah. need a job or, you mm -hmm. know, they need um, to be healed from a specific, you know, disease or something. Yes, yes. Yeah. And, um, and that, that's a point that uh, we're going to get to in a second with my wife's example of how the, the, the specificity of your prayer um, is going to be what helps you see it and mm -hmm. be able to say, yes, mm -hmm. uh, okay, yeah, that's what, you know, that's what I prayed for. It. And, and God delivered it. But we'll cover that in a moment. Mm -hmm. um, and so, but we got to grasp that if, we, if, if, if his prayer could stop the rain for three and a half years, Understand there's power in prayer and understand there's power in the testimony about Elijah. Because right now, James is giving us a, is telling us about Elijah. Mm -hmm. He's giving us a testimony about Elijah. James mm -hmm. says, hey, look at Elijah in your, when you pray. Think about Elijah. Consider Elijah yeah. when you pray. Yeah. And so the same is true, not just about biblical characters, but about even people in your life. Mm -hmm. The testimony of other believers that you know right. can be an example to you, an encouragement for you. Mm -hmm. As I, you know, you guys know about my testimony and how I had three brain surgeries and God delivered me out of it. Mm -hmm. And so that you know, my hope is that I, and I'm going to keep talking about it from time to time for a couple of reasons. One is I don't want to forget how God, how good God's yeah, been to me that's right, that's and my right, family. Right. And secondly, I want to make sure you know mm -hmm. how God, how good God is and how good he can be for you mm -hmm. so that when you go through whatever your issues are, mm -hmm. that you can think of, hey, what God did for Pastor Rob. Right, right. You know, and so God can do things for you. We serve an awesome and powerful yeah. God. And oftentimes, we live and forget just how powerful our God is. Yeah, that's and right. we say and do some stuff that just don't make sense mm -hmm. if you understood the power of your God. Right. And we need to be reminded of that. 
Amen. And that takes us to our second um, reason that we need to be specific. So you can stand on God's promises. Mm -hmm. So you can stand on God's promises. Yes. Joshua 1, 2 and verse 5 says, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then, you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I am about to give them to give to them, to the Israelites. Yeah. All right. So now, now I want to pause on this just so we make sure we get into the scene here. Mm -hmm. um, this is the first chapter of, of Joshua, which is right, follow, right after the book of Deuteronomy, in which in the, in the book, book of Deuteronomy, Moses died. And Moses, God had called Moses to lead the, the Israelites into the promised land, but Moses let his emotions get to him at one point, or several points, but at one point God said, okay, um, for that right there, that sin that you just committed, I'm not going to allow you to go into the land, hmm. but I'm just going to allow you to see it. Hmm. And what, what happened was God told Moses to speak to a rock mm -hmm. when they were crying out and complaining about how they had no water. God told Moses to speak to the rock, and the rock will give forth water. Yeah. And Moses, in his emotions and anger, he struck the rock mm -hmm. twice. The rock still gave water, mm -hmm. but Moses' action wasn't pleasing to God because right. he didn't do what God told him to do. Mm -hmm. And just think, if he had done what God told him to do, and we won't know because the scripture don't, won't tell us, but just think it would have been more powerful for Moses' words to for, bring forth water than his action. Yeah. You know, because the, 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 he had struck a rock before and water came out of it. God wanted to show them how now I'm going to allow Moses to speak to it. I want you to see another way my power can be released. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I, I, I think that should be speaking to somebody today. Yeah, amen. Because I, I, I believe some of us are looking for God's power to be released. Mm -hmm. And if God could do it in a different way, and he's ever done it in your life before. It'll draw you closer to him. It'll help you understand his power that I'm not limited by certain methods of doing things right. in your life. Right. Don't limit me by your, 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 your mental paradigm about, my, about me because mm -hmm. I'm, I'm outside of your box. Right. You can't put me into a box. Yep. And so by Moses not obeying God, he, 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 he effectively, visually, Box God into to striking the rock to make water come out. When God wanted to show them, no, we can. I can use Moses to speak to the rock and still get water out. Amen, amen. That's Some of word. us need to hear that today, that because you're looking for God to bless you or to deliver you in the same in the, the way same that you way. a way yes. that you've seen Him do it in your life before, or the way you've seen Him do it in others' lives. But God may say, I'm going to do this even differently than that. Right. And your mind is not open to it because you box. God in, God say, get let me let right. me out of this That's box. Right. That's right. I'm the That's Almighty right. God. That's right. Amen. Amen. And so James is telling us here. I mean, the book of Joshua is, is talking about this incident. Mm -hmm. And then it goes on and says in verse 5, no one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. This is God talking to Joshua. 
And then he goes on to tell Joshua, as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. So God gives Joshua, now that he's leading the people and he's going to be the one to take them into the promised land, mm -hmm. he says, I'm going to be with you just like I was with Moses. And Joshua was there. He saw how God's hand was on Moses. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He saw the miracles that Moses Amen. did. He participated in all that stuff. He experienced it. And now that same God is saying, I'm with you now, just like I was with Moses. And so, so now Joshua can stand on the promises God made to Moses and the promises God is now making to him not, and, and, and relate it to his experiences with Moses and know that God is going to be with them. And also Mo, Joshua knew that he had some battles to fight. Yeah. It wasn't going to be easy for them to go into the promised land. Mm -hmm. They were going to have to overcome some giants, That's right. some struggles, some challenges. Yeah. And he needed these promises to stand on these promises to have the confidence, the encouragement to go in and claim the victory that God had already set out for them. Amen. And the same is true for us. Mm -hmm. We need to be specific so that we can align what, what, what it is that we need in our situation to a promise God made so that we can be encouraged by it. Amen. And that's what happened here. And then when we look at... Um, Psalms 119, <coughs> verse 140, mm -hmm. it says this, Your promises have been thoroughly tested, and your servant loves them. Hmm. <laughs> wow. Y'all get that? These are not untested promises of God. There's proof that God's promises come to pass. Amen. There is proof that God is a promise keeper. And the writer here says your promises have been thoroughly tested. And because of that, I love them. Do you love the promises of God? Yes. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. It jumped out. You That's did. Right. It jumped That's out. Right. You. I was talking about the promises earlier. You were talking about the promises earlier. Yes. That's right. Yeah. And I want to invite you into a relationship uh, with God, but with the relationship with God, and some of you already have it, but I want to invite you to a deeper relationship. Yes. And one way we can get into a deeper relationship with God is to is to go deeper into His promises. Mm-hmm. Go deeper into his promises mm -hmm. so that we can see just how trustworthy yeah. our God is. Yeah. And when we when we reflect on his promises and we read a promise, a promise of his, we can look back over our lives and see how, oh, that's true. Yes. That's happened in my life. You know, I may not have thought of it before, but yes, yeah. yes, that's happened. And, you know, so we need to reflect on it. Oh, yes. And like I was saying earlier, share it with other people so they have hope. Yes, yes, Amen. yes. And there are thousands, yes. 7,000, some say over 7,000 <laughs> promises in the Bible. Amen. Amen. And so we all these things that we can fall in, we can love about God. Because when God says it, it comes to pass. Yes. And so we need to do that. Um, and that's another reason to be specific. You've been listening to One by One. Here's a personal message from Pastor Robert. 
You may have never said yes to Jesus Christ. Do you know that God loved you so much that he sent his son to die for your sin? If you're ready to say yes to the love that God showed, pray this prayer. Lord God, I admit that I've sinned against you. I believe that Jesus Christ died for my sin. And I commit my life to you. I ask that you come into my life, come into my heart, take control, transform me into the character of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, I want to be the first to welcome you to the family of God. And I want to encourage you to find a church where you can learn more about Jesus, draw closer to God and to other believers. God bless you. To learn more about Quench Life Christian Fellowship, visit quenchlife.org. You can follow us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and connect with us on LinkedIn. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at quenchlifecf to receive regular words of encouragement and ministry updates. Join us next time. While they were following Jesus, after they had received what they asked for, they said, Lord, we want to see, we want our sight. Do you think at some point while they was following him, they were like, we pray for this sight. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, we pray for this, you know, yeah, giving each other chest bumps or whatever. I, you know, I'm, 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 a, I'm adding a little bit to this, but I just want to get you into the scene. You know, and we, we pray for this. They can rejoice together because they specifically asked God for something and God specifically gave them what they asked for. Thank you for listening.